0: Hold that please Level 5 Thank you Ah you must be one of our new interns Yeah hi Nice to meet you Hi Now the most important thing to know Is to Ertz in the bypassal Rise plug sale The most important thing is what? Sorry The single most important thing Is to Ertz in the Channelized Bingbingus At the bypassal Rise plug sale And you'll be fine
1: Err uh, yeah That sounds important Does work chattel sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both,
2: Welcome to the following on podcast from TalkSport. I'm John Norman and alongside Steve Harmison today, we'll be looking back at the most eventful day of the second test so far. No sign of rain, of stodgy batting, just sun, second new ball antics and the sound of bowlers appealing. Plenty to discuss on the show today. You're listening to the following on podcast. So you'll know by now that West Indies did reach the follow-on target although it was closer than we all thought it would be when they were coasting at 242 for four. Runs from Brooks, Brathwaite and Chase, but wickets from Broad, Curran and Wokes made for an even and entertaining encounter. West Indies bowled out for 287 and then England sent out Butler and Stokes to open the batting, but it didn't really work. England 37 for two at close and with designs tomorrow of a quick thrash and an 85 over attempt to take 10 West Indies wickets. That's the plan anyway. Story of the day. Well, Harmie, a lot more to talk about uh, at the end of day four than we've had at the end of any of the days. Plenty of action. Uh, we've had 11 wickets. We've had some, some good bowling with the second new ball. Some good batting as well from the likes of Brathwaite, Brooks and Chase. Uh, but for you, as we look ahead to day five, what was the story of the day on day four of the second test between England West Indies at Old Trafford?
3: Well, I think the story is we're in for a, an intriguing Test match finish. A fantastic Test match finish. the forecast, but, uh, fingers crossed in Manchester says there's going to be some sunshine, and if there is, 98 overs, two overs for the the change of innings, we're in for a, a humdinger of a finish. It all comes down to whether Joe Root, how much Joe Root wants to gamble and trying to win this Test match, and he has to win a Test match, so to 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 stay alive in the Wisden Trophy. I think he needs two cracks with the new ball. Doing my sums, he needs between 71 and 81 runs. Ben and mine were 219 in front. 290 off 86 is a number that comes to mind. And if he can get that, then I think England have got a fantastic chance of winning this Test match. So the story of the day comes down to what's going to happen tomorrow. And the headline is, can England set this game up has the captain got the, um, not the guts, because he's done it before and it, it backfired headingly against the, with the same opposition. But I think he has, and I think he will. Uh, listening to Stuart Broad briefly talking on TV just a second ago, um, he has given the assumption that England are going to give it the best chance possible to have two cracks at the West Indies with a new ball. Because like we've seen with England and with I've got no problem England sending Butler and Stokes out. I think it sends a great message. It sends a fantastic message. But we've seen the West Indies bow with that ball, the indifferent bounce from Gabriel, especially to Zach Crawley, that England could do with a second crack of maybe five, six overs. If they can get the West Indies seven down, 80th over, get the second new ball, England still have a chance to win in the game. So for me, that's the story of, story of what is going to happen, hopefully, for the rest of this Test match.
2: Yep, I'll go with that. Uh, Stuart Broad saying that they did want to have two cracks uh, at uh, West Indies with the new ball. We saw today, you know, at one stage, uh, West Indies batting very nicely. Brathwaite and Brooks at the crease. 2 four, 2 for four. The new ball was taken. And uh, in a blink of an eye, 45 runs later, yes, they avoided the follow-on. Um, they're bowled out for two eight seven. Pressure on, day five as well. I mean, that dismissal of Blackwood from broad castled uh, by a ball that kept low and then in the same spell some of the balls you know rearing up off a of length it's going to be pretty tough because I think the West Indies two hours before close of play on day four they probably thought that they were safe yes yeah, I agree you've been in a position as a cricketer you've been on top or you have looked like you're going to be okay for four days it's a really it's, a, it's horrible for a fan so god knows what it's like as a player but to go into that day five thinking only one team can lose today, and it's us—that must be very, very taxing.
3: Yeah, it is, but if you're looking at two, what is it? Say two ninety of eighty six, you could arguably say all results are possible. Mm. Um, a little carrot, bit of bad light.
2: A little carrot, bit of bad light. You, you are that carrot of actually. Yeah. You know, say say it is two eighty from eighty five or eighty six overs. You know, I mean, okay. Opening up with breath weight, they're not going to have much of a chance. But you get to 160 for three, and you think, well, we could have a dart here that could bring them back into it as well. You can, yeah.
3: And I, I just about to see there the the 280, 290 off 86. The West Indies captain Jason Holder will say, you know what? If we are still in, if if we are still in position with one ball to go, we win this Test match. Simple as that, because we'll get 280, 290 off that 86 overs. And the one thing that the West Indies have been quite consistent at, if you look at this test match, there were sort of two 250 for four, the test match, you know, test match down at Southampton, they were they were in decent positions, four down. You know, the top order, the top order, that, that middle order of sort of Cheers, Brooks, cheers, Dowridge have been Ed Blackwood have been quite consistently, you know, scoring runs. Then all of a sudden, they'll be able to say, well, if we get over the first new ball, it's a long way to go to the second new ball. We've seen in this play, in this sort of third innings where 40 overs, it didn't really spin as much for Don Bess. It didn't really do as much. It didn't really swing as much. Between 40 and 60, 40 and 70 overs, we could set ourselves in a position to go, you know what, game on. We're 10, 15 overs to go. So all... Results are possible. All results are on the table, but I just think England are so far behind the airport when they come in this series that they have to win this Test match. They have to gamble. Joe Roode has to gamble to lo- to lose to give him the best chance to win, which is keeping the West Indies in the Test match. If the West Indies think they've got a chance to win the Test match, there's a there's a potential you could get a shot out of a middle order batsman, hence say say Brooks are chase or possibly hope, which then opens the door to then get Broad with his knees up and knock another one over. So I think all in all, it stands out to be one hell of a finish to a a great Test match and what so far has been a fantastic Test series. I thought Broad was excellent today. I thought Sam Curran, I'm getting some stick off my 14-year-old daughter who loves Sam Curran, by the way. She is besotted by Sam Curran and she listened to the podcast yesterday and she's, hammered me today when <laughs> Sam Curran got his second wicket and said, Dad, you said Sam Curran's not a test cricketer. He's just got his second wicket. So I apologise to Sam for that. There have been, I think, all in all, the one thing I want to say about this whole series so far, take Joffre out, out of it. There's been 22 players in this game, 22 players in the first test match. They're a credit to each person and their boards and their nations because they've put on a fantastic spectacle and what's happening in the world and I think that is going to culminate tomorrow in either winning the series for the West Indies or keeping the series alive for England and I think while it's like that I think both teams need to be congratulated I think all in all you know, the, the England Bowl will the West Indies will kick themselves you mentioned before four down they'll kick themselves they could have had this series done and dusted End of year's play tonight, thinking nowhere is England coming back in this series. We're going to take the Wisden Trophy home. And that's what we've come for. But you know what? The way life's gone in the last six months, I think tomorrow is just another day
2: of cycle, which I think is going to be brilliant for sport. So, from a bowler's perspective, you haven't bowled an over in a competitive game for the best part of six months. You then go out with your side, like Curran Wokes and Broad did today, you bowl eighty-four overs between you. Okay, best bowl twenty-one of those. Yeah. And then you've got to go out and do it all over again tomorrow. How difficult is that?
3: Very difficult, as in body, mind, and you know, trying to get yourself going. But I think once you get on the park and you go over that white line, it's not that difficult because you know this is you play for England, this is your profession. Um, and you want to win, yeah, you, your professionalism comes in. So for me, come come tomorrow when it is mapped out for you. The roadmap is there. We need 10 wickets in 86, 85 or 80 overs. And we've got to do that to keep the Wisdom Trophy alive. Then I think it's It's not simple because you've still got to take the 10 wickets. But I think the process has come down to what we've been working on. You know, they've had a decent, decent preparation going into it. So for me, I don't think it'll be that difficult. I think it has to be senior-led. So I can see Broad taking a big lead tomorrow. Wokes as a senior bowler. Stokes will come back into it, whether his injury is, and you know, whether he's fitting off the bowl or not. I can see him playing a big, a key part at the back end of the day. We see a lot of fourth innings Ben Stokes when you need a something to happen out of nothing. And I can see Ben Stokes coming in that role. So I can't see Joe Root throwing the ball to Ben Stokes in the first 20 overs, but I can see him using him 10 out of the last 22, if you know what I mean, at the back end of the game, if the game needs... Uh, the one thing that Ben Stokes hasn't got that he's had in the past, i.e. Heddenley last year, Cape Town, I can think of, He's got no crowd to bounce off, he's got no balmy army to give him that little bit of impetus and that extra. And that's what England, the other bowlers might find is a little bit strange. But I'll back England tomorrow, I really do. I think England, if they can get 85 86 overs at the West Indies tomorrow and use that new ball well, and I think the news, I think they did use it, they put the ball in the right area in the first innings. They probably just didn't get the rub of the green. I think if they do that in the second innings and bowl the same, I think they've got a great chance of winning.
0: Now hold that, please. Level 5. Thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi. Nice to meet you. Hi. Now, the most important thing to know is to Ertz and the bypassal Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what? Sorry. The single most important thing is to Ertz and the Channelised Bingus at the bypassal Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine.
1: Er, uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chat all sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how.
0: Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Airbnb.
1: Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com.
2: Okay, let's look back at some of the play from today. After our talk yesterday about what spinner we're going to take or England are going to take to Australia next year, Dominic Best today wasn't at his best, was he? No, he wasn't. But we've got to
3: remember where Dominic Bess is in his career has been recently. He got picked out of nowhere. He got thrown back to Somerset, second spinner. Got loaned out to Yorkshire. All of a sudden, Jack Leach becomes ill. Mo and Ali doesn't want to play cricket again. Dom Bess is thinking, I'm going to spend the next four months in the winter... In a hot country, son on me back, playing once a week, and maybe he's in Australia or New Zealand or wherever, to then throwing him back into test match cricket. That's why yesterday was such a, an interesting conversation on where our spinner is going to be, because the development of the one that's in position at this moment in time. He's a little bit like what Sibley is and what Burns is and what Pope is. His education is going to be over the next 18 months to get him whether he can be good enough to play in Australia. That was our conversation yesterday. I think we had that today. Day before, he bowled not too badly. So, uh, South Africa, he, 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 he comfortably had, uh, equipped himself very, very well. So he's going to have good days. He's going to have bad days. Tomorrow, he could be completely different. I actually thought today, like we talked about, uh, a couple of days ago, about the ball, the ball in the normal Old Trafford, where it gets scuffed up, it gets roughed because of the hard surfaces. I actually think it was to the detriment of Don Bess and the England bowling attack today, where it's lush. It got a bit softer. The ball didn't grip and didn't bounce as much. So that Bess, he bowls of he bowls, he's got a great seam when it comes down and trajectory. And it hits a seam and it's like topspin and it bounces. And because the lushness of the grass and the lushness of the outfield got the ball a bit softer, 40 overs old, it didn't really swing as much. It didn't really bounce as much. It was a little bit more indifferent bounce. But that comes, the spinner then becomes effective because it doesn't really turn as much. It doesn't really grip as much because there's no bounce on the ball Because it's soft, so I think he was a little bit a victim of the actual ball he was bowling with and the surface he was, the surrounding surfaces. But that comes with the education, and this is how he's going to have to find a way in the next test, the test after the test after in his career to make himself better. So I think that's what happened with Best today. Wasn't his greatest day, but in the first innings of a test match, do you know what? He shouldn't be really recalled. It should be tomorrow when Best might come in his own come sort of two, between two and half past four tomorrow afternoon. If he has a good good period in that two and a half hours, England stand a great chance.
2: Cometh the hour, cometh the man. You know, Stuart Broad, arguably, you, you can't think of a bowler in world cricket who's bowled more series-defining spells than he has. It's been a while since he did, did his last one, you know, Joe Berg 2016. Mm. But for a while, it looked like he was going to do it today. And it was only because Chris Wokes... Um, partnered him and nipped out the tail, that possibly he didn't. Uh, He bowled eight overs, eight or nine overs for very few um, and took three wickets and bowled with old ball then new. And uh, yeah, it was, uh, as you say, it was Stuart Broad with his knees up. It was with his knees up and we
3: talked on, I think we talked on the Cricket Collective with Maka the other day to say about Stuart Broad's outburst. I think that's the best way to describe it. He's outburst at Southampton. Um, was it a good thing? Was it a bad thing? And the thing I said about that was Stuart Broad has not outburst and said what he said to then go to Manchester and just go. Well, I hope I do well. Stuart Broad's going up to Manchester because he's knowing that I'm going to tell them what I'm going to do. I told them that I'm not happy, and then I'm going to show them what I can do. And I actually thought, I actually thought he bowled well with the first new ball. He bowled, he bowled more balls at the stumps in the first ten overs than he had. I think in about 60-odd test matches because of, of, of hitting the stumps. I think Crick Viz showed us that the, the amount of balls in the first the first new ball, the second new ball, he was magnificent. It was Stuart Broad. It was the outburst at Southampton that I'm going to show you what I can do. And you know what? It wouldn't surprise me if his knees are pumping tomorrow morning. He said something on, on, on TV about 10 minutes ago, which as a bowler, I can relate to and understand. When you're trying to get yourself going, sometimes bowling around the wicket to a right-hander makes you, because your angle has got to go more across yourself and more across towards off-stump. So you're not just sort of going through the motions of the bowl in action. You're actually going across yourself even more. So you're striving a little bit more. You're having to pull down your left side that little bit more. What it does, if you haven't bowled a great deal, it does make your bowl that little bit better, and it does make you go get through your action that little bit more. And when he said that, he then did it in the, with the second new ball and, and got his wickets. Tomorrow morning, it wouldn't surprise me if we see Stuart Broad in practice bowling around the wicket to the cones, to outside off stump, to really get through his action, and then come tomorrow morning when he gets that new ball in hand, you can see Stuart Broad, you know, really, yeah, you know, hit his straps because. Sometimes, when you, you do say things that you're disappointed, you want to go and prove yourself. Well, he did today, and
2: I, I expect him to do it tomorrow as well. The only thing is, we're getting quite excited about England's chances. But, you know, West Indies have been under pressure in this series so far. I'd say, like, um, I'd say they've had the better of the conditions throughout in both test matches. Yeah. They've bowled in the better days and they've batted on the better days. But they've also seen themselves away from, you know, perils 27 for three in second innings at the GS bowl. And they chased down, you know, uh, 200 odds quite comfortably one by four wickets. Um, And again today, I was quite impressed. You know, they put on, what was it? There was a 50 run partnership for the second wicket, 50 run partnership for the third wicket, 50 run partnership for the fourth and not far off one for the fifth as well. They don't panic. They know their game and they also know how to bat time. Um, they know that victory in this series, or at least retention of Wisdom Trophy, is still absolutely in their hands, isn't it? I haven't seen the odds. England are usually favourites to win in this country, even when they're one week away from losing. So they're not always an accurate guide. But similarly, if you were to offer West Indies to bat out a day uh, on a fifth-day pitch, true, but it hasn't been used for one day, with a relatively lengthy Batting order, I know it's a, a bit callow at the top, but it does go down to Holder coming in at seven or eight. They'll back themselves, don't they? Of course.
3: Like I said before, if J- Jason Holder has... I think I'm going to pinch what Nasser is saying. I've done this a few times on this podcast, pinch what Nasser is saying. I thought you'd been sounding yeah, pretty, uh, pretty on it. Yeah, the the, the, the the West Indies mirror their captain. You know, And, and Jason Holder is somebody who... He plays the game the right way, um, and he doesn't panic. And they've got a coach exactly the same, Phil Simmons. He's not a great panicker. He sits there, and he's very, very calm. They'll be saying, "If look, if we are here with one ball to go, we can win this, we win, win this test match. Because 86 overs, 86 overs, if that's what England leave us, and it's 280 to win, well, we've been here before, and um, at Headingley when hope got his, when hope got his runs so they'll they'll believe that they can still win they will still win this test match like we said before the story of the day is this is it's it's just it's leading up to be a fantastic finish tomorrow because nobody can say right it's going to be a draw it's going to be an england win it's going to be a west indies win all three results are on are, are on the table and i actually think the west indies will probably go to bed tonight and think, right, England have to come out tomorrow with that second new ball. So if we can nullify them and potentially only have to chase 275, then all of a sudden we've got a great chance of winning. If the wheels come off and Stokes gets away and you know, England go and, and get 300, then it's obviously it's, it's a little bit more of a long shot. But the West Indies will be telling themselves, you know what, there, there's more pressure in that dressing room than there is in this dressing room. And let's go out there in this next 10, 12 overs and put the pressure back into the Joe Root court. And if they do that, then they've got a chance of winning. But I still think if England can get, I don't know, 86 overs, no matter how many, even if it's just 250, I still think
2: 86 overs, England will have enough to pull them out. Brilliant stuff, Harmy. Just had a quick look at uh, Viz. They give West Indies a 1% chance of winning. So Maybe well, no, I'd give them a hell of a lot more than that. Maybe. Uh, a maybe hell of a lot more than that. Well, I,
3: think, I still think it's 50 50, 60 40 because England, just remember, England have to win to, win the, to, to stay alive in the Wisden Trophy. A
2: draw's not good enough. So Joe Roode has to risk losing the game to win the game brilliant we shall see it's all set up so nicely for day five i didn't think i would be saying that after day three um so please do join us back on the following on podcast following the close of play myself and harmy looking back at whatever is going to take place at old trafford Uh, you can uh, listen to us on acos spotify apple Podcasts. thanks for listening